for using nasty language. You didn't miss Sunday school more than once or twice a year, and only then if you were sick. I worked my fingers to the bone so you could wear nice clothes and... Enough, I said, conceding in hopes I could wheedle a grilled cheese sandwich out of my mother, the saint. I knew my chances would be better if I waited until her nostrils quit flaring. Most of the time, she comes off as a harmless grandmotherly sort, if you overlook the pink eyeshadow and unnaturally blonde hair. But she's booted many a drunken redneck out of Ruby B's bar and grill. One of them required nine stitches in his buttocks, or so the legend goes. Estelle shot me a suspicious look, then picked up a creased flyer and said, I realize $179 ain't chicken feed, and there'll be some other expenses, but I say we ought to up and do it, Ruby B. I disremember when you last set foot out of the county, except to go to that flea market on the other side of Hasty. She gestured at the row of empty booths along the wall. It's not like you'll be losing a lot of business if you close for four days. I have plenty of customers at noon and happy hour, Ruby Bee countered coldly. This time of day's always slow. You don't seem so busy yourself, or you wouldn't be sitting here yammering about a trip. A trip, I said. That's right, Miss Snoopy Ears. Estelle and me are thinking about going on this four-day Elvis Presley pilgrimage. I was always a big fan, you know. I was barely out of pigtails when I heard him on the radio, and I thought I died and gone to heaven. That first time he was on the Ed Sullivan Show, a dozen of us girls gathered in Joe Ellen's living room to watch. You should have heard the squealing. Joe Ellen's paw said it sounded like the greased pig contest at the county fair. Estelle deftly repositioned a bobby pin in her towering red beehive and gave Ruby Bee a sly smile. I'd have thought you were well out of pigtails by 1956. Weren't you born in... Let me see that, said Ruby Bee, plucking the flyer out of Estelle's hand. It says on the first day we go to Memphis, get checked into a motel, and have the evening free to eat supper and relax. On the second day, we spend the morning at Graceland and souvenir shops. After lunch, we drive to Tupelo to see Elvis's birthplace, the museum, and a special chapel he had built after he got rich and famous. Isn't that just like him? I feigned a sentimental smile. It sure is. By the way, is there any chance you might fix me a grilled cheese sandwich? Then, she continued, apparently unimpressed with my ploy. The next day, we go to a little town south of Memphis to spend the night. That whole stretch is where they've got all those riverboat casinos. Although, from what I've heard, they don't exactly float out in the Mississippi River. They just ring them with concrete canals and call them that because of some state law about gambling. 
That evening, we're going to see a show featuring Elvis impersonators. On the fourth day, we drive back to Farberville. I think it sounds real nice, said Estelle. I sighed. I think a grilled cheese sandwich sounds real nice, too. Ruby Bee looked at me over the top of the flyer. All you ever think about is food, Arlie. You ought should spend more time fixing your hair and putting on makeup and shopping for clothes that show off your figure. That sloppy old sweater isn't going to attract a man, and you're not getting any younger. You don't want to end up like Perkins' eldest, do you? That was one of the stock threats hurled at local juvenile delinquents. I'd heard it all my life, starting on the day I'd filched a dime out of her handbag to buy an ice cream cone at the Dairy Delicious. Chocolate and vanilla swirl, for the record.